Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears, and bards, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. The gorgeous Phoenix Brigade has vanquished the matriarch of the Vanthampur family, but their story is far from over. As they set out to explore the rest of the sewers under the villa, not everything is as it seems. They would be wise to not get overconfident. And we're live! Yes! There we are. What do you know about hey. that? Hello. Hello, Hi, everybody. everybody! How's it going? Welcome to the Rated RPG Show. We're going to do an adventure. We're on the, the train to hell, and there's no stopping us. Well, I mean, a, a total party kill might stop your train to hell, or it could get you there faster, <laughs> depending. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there somehow. We'll figure it out. I'm so excited to be playing D&D with you guys again. I feel like it's been forever. It has. Yeah, it's me been too. Too long. It's been so long that I can't remember uh, if I cast any spells in the last encounter. So if anyone who watched that remembers and can tell me. I need to remember. Let's do a little bit of a recap of what happened last time on Rated RPG. Yes, please. You guys have been in the Vanthampur Villa for a while, and you know you went there to have a discussion about a album, a record deal of some sort for Race the Roaster. But of course, that was <laughs> false pretenses. Instead, you were there investigating the Vanthampur's family's involvement in in a series of murders and cultists worshipping evil gods across Baldur's Gate. Once you were there, you slew pretty much everyone you came in contact with, except for the innocent butler and maid and whatnot. And then you discovered a dungeon in the basement of the villa. Last session, you went down into the dungeon, and you discovered there was a lot more weird culty shit going on in there. You killed a couple of dudes who were walking around with, like, incense, trying to make the sewer dungeon smell a little bit better. You broke into what appeared to be like some sort of makeshift prison uh, under there that was guarded by this devil with a weird tentacle beard. And I remember he was pretty devastating to you guys. He would hit you with his axe and then it would cause a wound that just kept bleeding. That was pretty scary, but you defeated him and you actually rescued a couple of people who were trapped in this prison. One of them named Falister Fisk, who is like this sort of older, sort of book smart kind of guy who had mentioned that he believes you guys should head off to Candlekeep once this is all done. He had mentioned that he was captured by the Van Thampours, and he recommends visiting someone named Silvira Savikis, who is a expert in hell and devils off in Candlekeep, which is this really large library full of smart people and books and all this kind of stuff. It's kind of has the largest collection of knowledge in the Sword Coast. And he mentioned that he could help you get there, potentially. Also, you rescued a elder woman named Satir. She mentioned that she was a noble who was opposed to the Van Thampours and had been captured by them. And she was hoping that you could, you know, bring her back to safety. Additionally, you guys found the leader, the matriarch of the Van Thampour family, and totally killed her. She was kind of a bitch and she deserved it. And she had a barbed devil who was defending her as well. And that's kind of where we left off. What else do you guys remember happening that was fun? I remember Bardrum, Glubjeg's Mastiff. Bardrum was nearly killed like twice and barely survived. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. He ripped the throat out of uh, one of... He did. 
one of the bad guys here too. <laughs> I think I think while he had one hit point left, yeah, he should level up, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, what what I class would he be? He'd probably go into uh, wolf. <laughs> I used my bag of magic beans and threw in a bean, and it became a statue who taunted me and told everyone how horrible I was, and they should attack me. Which is yes, like yeah, crazy. And it also it also looks like you, and it yeah. also it knows where you are at all times and announces where you are at all times. <laughs> For the entire 24 hours, it's going to be in existence. Oh, oh! one thing that happened is you got knocked out of your bear form and you got shrunk down to normal size. And of course, we can't forget Rhea Mantlemorn, the knight from Elturel, who has accompanied you for quite some time now. She is interested in finding Thavius Krieg, who has apparently been captured also by the Van Thampours and their horrible, evil plot to uh, bring down Baldur's Gate. Thavius Krieg, of course, being the ruler of Elturel, the city that has been vanished. So she has heard that he was last seen with the Van Thampours. So what do you guys want to do? This looks like you're pretty injured here. I think we need to heal up Lovejag and also Bardrum. Kozlo has Cure Wounds, so I'm going to go ahead and cast Cure Wounds twice. We'll see how we do on the first one here. For Glubjeg. All right. And then, again. That's excellent. Nice. That puts me seven from my max. Okay. So how about we hit... uh, I could take my healing potion now. All right. I'm going to do Bardrum. Okay. Ooh, nice. Nice. That leaves me with one uh, one first-level spell slot left. I'll just take my healing potion at this point. All right. All right. Well, Bardrum... Definitely back up to full, full five hit points after that amazing wow. healing. So Koslo uh, goes around and places his hands on you guys and gently massages your shoulders and necks and whispers positivity <laughs> into your ears. It's all about the balance of the universe. Let me balance your chi. <laughs> and, you know, oh, wow. It feels amazing, guys. It feels amazing. You can feel your wounds begin to heal up rapidly, unnaturally, as the magic flows through you. Okay, so as you're doing this, Glubjeg, you're kind of chugging your healing potion. You're looking around the room, and uh, I'll just describe the room again for you guys. Two rows of tall, wrought iron candlesticks light this vaulted chamber, each one bearing nine flickering candles. A seven-foot-tall statue of an angel with white glowing eyes and a longsword stands atop a dais to the south. A six-foot-tall fiend bristling with spines, which you've already killed, stood west of the statue, glaring at a bunch of cultists who are now dead. Uh, Yada, yada, yada. Nine tapestries depicting the layers of the nine hells adorn the walls. So as you're looking around the room, your eyes come to rest on this seven-foot-tall statue of an angel with white glowing eyes and a longsword. And you sort of feel like this, hard to describe, like a pull towards this statue of an angel. Something about the white glowing eyes just really sort of resonates with your soul and sort of makes you feel like a little bit at peace, so to speak. Is it because she's hot? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. But the, the only one who feels this is Glubjack. So if you want to make an uh, insight check, Glubjack, go for it. I would. 
Gray White Spark says, Dion's already asleep. <laughs> Are no, you sleeping? No. <laughs> I'm chilling, man. Uh, insight 17 nice Ooh, let's go all right well as you're kind of like looking at this uh really really hot statue of an angel you realize that there is a glow coming out of the eyes and it's not like a like a magical enchantment on like her stone eyes or something you actually notice that there is a hollow like her eyes are hollow and the light is coming from within the statue the light is beautiful do i have any idea like what it is? Make an Arcana check. Not good. Mm, yeah, okay, all right. No, you, you're not quite sure. It, de- okay, it definitely well, seems magical, though. I'm about that height, so I'm going to look into the eye sockets. Okay, sure. You look in the eye sockets, and, and you're just kind of almost, like, blinded by the light. It, like, hurts a little bit. Go ahead and make a perception. You notice what appears to be... The handle of a sword, which you can sort of just barely make out through the like blinding whiteness of the light. Okay. How big are these eye sockets? <laughs> oh, they're pretty small. So you're like literally you're putting your face right up to her eyes and like looking down and you can see just the very tip of what appears to be a sword's handle. Okay. Huh. Like so it's inside like a... of her head. <laughs> yeah. So it's like sword head. It's like those toys when you're small that you could like click through uh, and see little things. All right, cool. I will. You guys are all pull... watching Glubjag as he just like walks up to this angel statue and gets on his tiptoes <laughs> and like lo- looks right into her face. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, look. I'll pull down her sword arm. Do you say you pull on her sword arm? Yeah. So you, you sort of tug on her arm and it, it's a very heavy statue and nothing like happens as far as maybe you move it a couple inches but that's all that's all that happens kozlo says to glovejig what are you doing there's a sword there's a sword in the eyes and she's beautiful in one i can barely understand what you're saying it sounds like you said there's a sword (laughs) inside of her head i think he's in love with that statue (laughs) yeah you can't sleep with the statue big fella i want to get that sword out of her skull Oh. Why don't we? I can hit it with shillelagh. Don't break the beautiful lady. You you got to get the sword out though. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. Okay, so Kozlo does shillelagh. Okay. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna swing my shillelagh at the angel's head. To try to break it open. All right. You swing your magically enchanted club, uh, and looks like you connect, and the statue, the head, crumbles beneath the power of your shillelagh, and you basically decapitate the statue. It turns out that her head is hollow, as well as her neck and a big portion of her uh, central cavity. And light just sort of pours out uh, from where her head used to be. And you can all see, just plain as day, that there is a handle of a sword. Okay, grab it. Okay, uh, you reach up and you grab the handle and you pull it out, and there is a full long sword that is glowing with white light that has been embedded into this statue. This is the holy... I've never known my longsword before, so this one's out. This one's in. I swing it. You swing it? All right. It seems very well made, very well balanced, and it just glows uh, with this white light. Would I do an investigation check to see what that light may be, if it's like, you know, good magic or dark magic? So that would be an arcana check? Ooh, we're going to arcana check. It's just to try to get more info. 
Tell me. Oh, I'm trash. I'm big trash. Oh, no. I don't know shit. Yeah, you're not sure. <laughs> Definitely some magic going on. I did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, that's that's not enough. That's not high enough. What? You can tell it's magic. That's about it. And same with you. Oh, well, you know stuff. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> Nobody can quite tell. Let's see if Rhea happens to <laughs> happens to know. She's, She's got the smartest one in the bunch. Come on. Plus zero. Oof. Nope. Oh, oh my God. We're the dumbest. <laughs> <laughs> what if I cast uh, detect magic on it if I cast that? Sure. You want to cast that? That's fine. I will so do far, that. So far, it looks like a glowy sword. Are you... Yeah. <laughs> it seems to have sword features. <laughs> Is Blubjig casting Detect Magic as a ritual? Sure. Okay, because I had a question about something I'm seeing here. Mm -hmm. This up here looks like a door or something. Yeah. Yes. Brox's light says, see if Bar Bartram knows. He <laughs> <laughs> can't know less. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to see if Bartram knows. Come on. Come on, Bubba. Oh, on. no. <laughs> well... He rolled higher than half of the party. Yeah, so, he, but... he <laughs> All right. Well, I actually don't know if you have ritual casting. Do rangers? I don't think rangers have ritual casting, so I think he's uh, got to use the spell slot for it. I do have ritual casting, uh, and I do have detect magic right now. Okay. If well, you can take the spell slot. Well, my detect magic is a special ability. Oh. Uh, I know them through my primal awareness ability. Right. It doesn't actually say I cast them as ranger spells. Yeah, you can cast each of these spells once without expending a spell slot. All right, so if you want to cast it now, using it your, your once per day, then that's fine. Koslo is offering Great. to cast it as a ritual, which would take 10 minutes, but it would save you from having to use your once per day ability. So it's up to you, Red. Yeah, I'll let him do it. Okay. Koslo begins to cast the ritual. Does anyone want to do anything in the 10 minutes that it takes him to cast a spell? Oh, there's a little bit of talking over each other. Hold on. Dion first. What'd you say? I'm just doing push-ups. I'm keeping strong out here. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brad, what'd you say? I'll go look at that area up at the top that looks a little different from the rest of the wall. Oh, sure. So you, you go up and take a look, and there's definitely a set of double doors there. Oh, so it's just doors. Got yes. it. Uh, currently closed. All right. I'll listen. Sure. Relay perception check. Can I search the room for more for more any hidden goodies? Yes. Yes, you can. All right. Clubjug, you listen through these iron doors, and you don't really hear anything. But you do notice some things on the arch above the iron door. You see that there are runes carved into it. And can you understand Infernal? I believe you can, right? Almost positive. I can double check here. Yeah. I yes, remember, I know I Infernal. I've that before. Okay. Yep. So you read in Infernal, etched in runes over this door, that which falls can rise again. Mm. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, sure, old man. <laughs> Dababi, you said you were going to search the room. Roll another perception yeah. check. Perception. Oh, I'm not very good at this. This ought to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. You don't really find much. Definitely not much at all. Does this phrase, like, have I encountered this phrase in anything specific in my studies as a horizon walker? Make a religion check. 
God, I think I need a new refrigerator. I don't know if you guys can hear that. It's horrifying. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> conception of this and believe it uh you recall a song by i don't know who is it destiny's child uh, <laughs> yeah. about failing and if at first you don't succeed picking yourself up yeah you think it's lyrics to a pop song Ten minutes passed, and you cast your Detect Magic spell, Coslo. And as the uh, cone, or actually in this edition, it's a radius around you. Mm-hmm. As this radius of divination magic sort of like emanates from you, you can see the weave, which is this, basically, it's what all the magic is made of. It kind of looks like a whole bunch of different multicolored strings just sort of like intersecting mm. and intertwining and forming interesting shapes wherever magic is taking place. You're able to peer into the weave, and there is magic surrounding this longsword. And as you concentrate and you focus on understanding the weave around this longsword, you realize that the longsword is imbued permanently with evocation magic. And I'm going to go ahead and give you another arcana check with advantage to see if you can figure out what this evocation is on this longsword. Ooh, 600 IQ right here. Come on, big fella. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Can I figure it out? Am I, I'm pretty smart. You're not the one with detect magic, are oh. you? And I think oh. you've already tried this. Let me just double check. See what uh, detect magic. Yep. You, oh. yeah, you, you just learned the school, so you know that there's evocation on this. Um, Rubbish. You would, you would need the spell identify in order What's to that? identify magic items. Or my wand of seek. No, wait, no. Wand of secrets wouldn't do it. Never mind. I'm going to hold up this sword and say those runes. Yeah, the infernal runes. Yeah. You say them proudly and hold up this long sword and nothing happens. Mm. What if I sing them like a pop song? (laughs) Say that a bunch of times. (laughs) Yep, nothing happens either time. (laughs) Well, it's a fun looking sword. Let's go. All right. So go ahead and write down on your sheet that you have this sword, whoever's carrying it, and then tell me what you guys want to do. I don't use swords. Who wants this? Well, I, I have a long sword. I'm replacing it with this one. Yeah, you should, you should that do that. Sense. Oops. <laughs> that was well, a good roll. Yeah, you do Did a you... test swing, and it works really well. <laughs> cool. Yeah, you know, it's probably because uh, it's so bright... Uh, Maybe try to hit something infernal with it, and maybe... Mm. It's an angelic angelic sword. It should be good against, you know, the opposite of angels. Haters. Haters? Yeah, haters. Did that devil body disappear? I can't remember. Yes, it did. All right. Yep, and it said, I'll see you in hell. (laughs) It disappeared. That's right. What about the old lady? Did she disappear? Oh, no. No, there's an old lady corpse in this room. I think we already peed in her mouth, so we don't need to do that. No, no, no. I'm going to hack her up with this longsword, see if anything happens. Oh, boy. I mean, you get the longsword real bloody. Yeah, you end up chopping her up pretty good, and your dog sort of, like, is staring at it, licking his chops. He'll turn for Bardrum right now. <laughs> He's hungry for old lady. <laughs> mm, old lady blood. 
Um, there um, was a gentleman who said they could help us get to hell, correct? Yeah, so there was a gentleman who you rescued in the prison. Currently, I believe you left him and Satir in the prison for safekeeping. But he mentioned that someone in Candlekeep could help you out with this, like, infernal puzzle box that you guys have found. Let's go uh, free those folks, guys. How does that sound? Yeah. Yeah. Should we finish cleaning yeah. it so that we can lay claim to it as the headquarters of the gorgeous Phoenix Brigade? Indeed we should, yes. But we haven't gone through these doors. No. Indeed. Should we? I mean, they yeah. have runes on them, so they're probably a trap, but fuck it. Well, I, I should be able to detect magic, so if it's a magical trap, I'd see it, right? Right, so you're, you're keeping concentrating on detect magic, and there are there's no other magical auras around here other than your potions of healing and, and whatever you have. Okay. So if there's a trap on these doors, it's non-magical. Did anyone check to make sure there's no more swords inside that angel? (laughs) Other types of weapons? Uh, I didn't hear anyone say they were poking around inside the angel. No, just heard someone pull out a sword. Jack, you just took, you didn't see anything else when you were in there? What? Oh yeah, she had a catapult in her red flag. That wouldn't fit, I don't get it. (laughs) Oh yeah. All right, well, Globjug, you go check, or uh, Dababi, you go check, and you look inside, and there's nothing else. It was just room for that one long sword, and that's it. Okay, I put a... All right, uh, Globjug, do you want to open the door? I put a copper piece in there. Grace, you're the one who should check it for traps. (laughs) I've got my trapping days are over, sir. I'm going to hide behind the big fella. I trust you. Isn't that what you're good at? Uh, (laughs) Coslo is your resident trap finder. He's the one who's really good at perception. Okay. All right. Perception is 20, though, so... Okay. Yeah, you you kind of look around, and you're like, nah, there's no traps. None at all. Okay. No traps. I'll open it. All right. You open up the big double iron doors, and you reveal more sewer. Mm, More sewer. Blomp. Wonderful. More poop shoots up here, everyone. More poop shoots. More poop. Is there anything else in the room, I guess, I'd perception check it? Yeah, you guys have been in here for like 10 minutes and you haven't really found anything else. Okay. So you guys are standing in the sewer. It's stretching off to the east and the west. You do notice that there is another door right here and a door right here. And there appears to be a section of the sewer that goes north over here. What's the news up here? Yep, and another section of sewer that goes south over here. What's this way over to the right? That's another section of sewer that goes north. So you got a lot of options, guys. <laughs> wow. All yep. right, well, let's, uh, let's go hit the first door there, shall we? Yeah. Uh, let's open this door. All right. Uh, never mind. <laughs> let's get it cracking. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. Let's not let Emery touch us anymore. Yeah, I'm done touching you guys. <laughs> So you open up this door and move in, and this appears to be some sort of kitchen. It's uncomfortably warm, and you see there is a pair of brightly burning cast iron stoves with piles of wood next to them. There's also a wooden trestle table, trestle table, as well as shelves lined with plates, mugs, pots, utensils, and jars of ingredients and spices. There's also a door to the east. I am still concentrating on detect magic. Am I seeing anything? No magic. Okay. You open up the door to the east, and that leads you into a dining area. Where's Grace? Yeah. Still... Hey, uh, I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he, he, right now. he follows you. Same with Rhea and the dog. He's trying out this new thing where he closes his eyes and wa- wanders around. <laughs> I'm 
trying to feel the enemy with my senses. <laughs> <laughs> he's developed a little click echolocation way to move around. When he's using the force. No enemies in sight. <laughs> Is there any magical stuff in here? Nope, just candlesticks and tables. Screw that. Did you okay. say metal stuff? He said magical stuff. Oh. Aren't we going to search this room real quick just for fun? There's nothing in here of worth. Well, well, you turkey leg. I don't know. You never know what's going to be around here. There could be something, but I guess we'll just leave and never find out. <laughs> he says sarcastically. Goodbye, dining room. You were pointless. <laughs> Indeed. Right back out in the sewers. You guys can go over to the east or west. Let's go west. Okay. Onward. Ooh, what's this? Another hallway. Be careful. It could be your doom. Is that one of those things that's too small to get into? Yeah, the one to the north. Yep. It's uh, yeah, just another, like a drainage. Wait, what's, what's opening up in front of us here? Another whole hallway. An exciting yes. hallway. With doors. With a door down here. Ooh, yes. Doors. Exciting. <laughs> Three of them. You see Let's multiple keep going doors. down here quick. A uh, door over here. A door over here. Oh, yes. let's go in this door. Maybe it's a bathroom. Hey, why not split the party? Then we can find out more things. <laughs> Guys, I really got to pee. Can we go in this door? It might be a bathroom. I think it says uh, demons on it. I highly doubt you have to pee already. It's me, the Bobby. I have to pee. I know, but you just peed in the mouth of evil like 10 oh, yeah. minutes ago. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, I've been drinking a lot of uh, wine out of my All right. flask. Dababi, sewer hallway don't appear to me. Dababi opens up this door and rush to urinate. Um, <laughs> bam! Really, I'm just looking for some evil to pee in. That's all. <laughs> all right, so you open up this door, and inside is wrought iron candlesticks topped with flickering candles. Light this room which is heated by a cast-iron stove with clawed feet. Across from the crackling stove is a modest desk with a matching chair. Other furnishings include a small table and chair for dining, a bed, an iron chest resting on the foot of the bed, and two tapestries, one showing spirits rising as Lemure devils from the river Styx, and another depicting a dead man dangling like a marionette from hooked chains. Oof. Guys, there's some cool artwork in here. Check it out. Hey, Ray. I got to take a peek. You got to see these tapestries, Ray. <laughs> oh, man, I'm on my way. Ray rushes in. I'm staying out of that room. Did you say there's a door to the south of me? There is a door there, yes. I'll open that. Okay. As Race moves into the room to inspect the tapestries, Glubjag opens the door to the south. And... Chunk. Reveals a room full of people. Uh, What's happening? Ten cultists (laughs) are gathering here wearing black robes and thin gold devil masks. They seem to just be kind of sitting around, uh, sort of lounging, talking and whatnot. And then Glubjig bursts in. And they all sort of turn and look at him and immediately grab their weapons. Roll initiative! This is gonna oh, be great. Ah, uh, of course I can, buddy. Of course. Thank you, man. See, you can't, you can't stop touching me, man. I get it. 
Let me just go and roll initiative for these other peeps as well. Well, I did fucking great. <laughs> Trust it, you found evil to pee in the face of. That's all we ever want to do. I should have gotten a surprise around. <laughs> oh my god, look at the Mastiff with a 19. Oh, the cultists. Oh, the cultists got real good. Oh, they're fast, huh? 21. Oh boy. All right. So, looks like race. You hear uh, Glubjeg slam a door open and gasp in surprise and a bunch of swords being drawn uh, from the other room. What do you do? My shit-talking senses are tingling. I rush to the big fella prepared to defend his life. Rush to the big fella. Okay. Let's move you there. Five. What's your speed? 25? 20? I don't remember. It's 25. I can't see my character sheet, but it's 25. I'm positive. All right. All right. So you move as you get to you can see Globjeg from where you're standing. Uh, I don't want to die. Yeah, you're in a different room from all the bad guys. So that's good. And you can see Globjeg and you can't really see any enemies from where you're standing. So what would you like to do? Oh, I can't see any sheesh, because I really want to yell at him so bad. If I was to get under Glubjeg's legs and yell from underneath his dick, could I hurt them then? It's actually, uh, the problem is, you're just in a completely oh, yeah, different yeah, room, and you would have to oh, use your okay. action to dash to get in there to even see any of them. And if I hold my action, I'll still have to use it next turn, wouldn't I, to be able to get that close? Y yeah. You could potentially hold your action to insult the first one that you see. Uh, you can um, do that. And... I'm probably not going to get through that door with him there, though. So I guess uh, get move, use my action to get a little bit closer. Obviously, okay. so other people can run on top of me. All right. So you dash on through and you position yourself here. This way you can see through the doorway. Uh, and then hopefully next yeah. turn you can do something else. Do you want to use your bonus action for anything? I'm going to give it a bardic inspiration because I have two left. I'm going to use a note of destruction for Glubjag. All right. Glubjeg, uh, race shouts out a word of encouragement, and you feel more powerful. Yeah. Um, Get it together, bitch! Woo! <laughs> it's a good time, too, because the cultists in the room, upon seeing you sort of barge in, as you're sort of overwhelmed by the sheer amount of people around you, and momentarily kind of sort of caught flat-footed, they take advantage of this and start moving towards you. Um, Where's one... his dog? His dog is about to go next and he's pretty much in the sewer with you guys uh, uh, that's you... right you roll one for the whole group yeah I, I predict a dead dog it's emory's gonna kill your dog this time uh, i predict okay. a dead dog bear. all right so luckily these guys only have melee weapons they don't have any ranged weapons so not Ooh. all of them can slash you up so let's see what would they do all right they were they were they were playing board games so the one next to you tries to swing at you with, their, with his scimitar. Scimitar! Getting a five to hit, so that is a miss. This Ooh, one fuck. moves up and swings with his scimitar. Come on, he ain't got Also it. getting he a five to hit. Yes! Haters! This one moves up, tries to slash you. No such luck. Come on. Dashy slash Getting a nine, that's a miss. This one comes on over. He tries to slash you. Oh, that is a 13? Probably not a miss. That is not a All right. Yes. And then this one comes on over. Come on. Best of uh, 
five here. Let's get a let's get a hit. Let's get a hit, guys. Come on, big boy. Come on, big boy. Just gotta roll decent. Oh, there we go. Oh, Seventeen. So finally, one of them gets through and slashes a big cut across your chest. The rest of them, this one moves over here, gets off his bed, and, and opens up this door. What door? There is a door at the bottom oh. of the room. Uh-oh. And he moves through it, and you can hear him yelling about intruders. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Do we have to fight these guys? Maybe we should, like, run. <laughs> That is always an option. All right. The rest of them sort of move into position. Then it'll be the Mastiff, who is actually going to wait. It hasn't received any sort of orders. So I'm going to delay its turn until right after you, Glubjag. We should probably bottleneck them. I got, I, apparently I have one spell left. I could, I could cone attack. I have an idea, but it's not my turn yet. <laughs> well, I think Brad's blocking the door, though. Yeah, this bread uh, glove jig is part of idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Rhea will move over here. Let's see, five, ten, fifteen. She will attempt to slash at one of these guys. Gonna give him cover because of the door there. So here she goes with her two attacks. First one is a miss. Second one is a also a miss <laughs> right. oh, no. uh, then she's gonna move over to the side which does provoke an attack from one of them but also giving her cover see if he hits her that, that actually even with cover does hit for two points of damage so, uh, that was a whole lot of nothing from her Coslo, your turn i say globjag trust me disengage when you get a chance i move here and okay. I cast Spike Growth, oh. and I center it. I'm going to center it right here. Okay. So that's a 20-foot radius, and it's difficult terrain, but they can't see it unless they make a perception wisdom check against my spell save DC, which is 13. They can't see it, you're saying? It, it, does, it looks like just normal terrain to them. Okay. They move oh. into or within the area. They take 2d4 damage for every five feet they travel. Yes. Wow. Get up. So, there you go. Yeah. Uh, wowie, wowie. 20 foot radius. That's my final level two spell slot. Nice. Well played. Well played. All right. So where's the center of it? Can you ping again? In this cube. So is that correct or did you want it to be here? Yeah, there if I could, because I can just barely see that, this square here. So, yeah, if I can do that, I'll do that. All right. Yeah, let's, let's do... All right. And so a bunch of uh, brambles and thorns sort of appear on the ground. Uh, well, and it is... no, they don't, because it's camouflaged to look natural. It's camouflaged to look natural. Okay. And a creature that can't see the area at the time the spell is cast... Must make a perception check to recognize the terrain as hazardous before entering it. Okay, so that will potentially matter to some of the folks. Yes. All right, then are you done with your turn? Are you moving? Uh, I'm going to move also. I'm still concentrating on that. I'm going to move back here. Okay. Then it goes to Bobby. Excellent. 
I want to. I can't actually get within range of any of them, can I? You can if you're in the square to the left. You can attack the ones sort of to the corners. They will have yeah. cover. I'll peek around and stab at them. I mean, the wrench at them. Okay. Wrench. Just let me find my wrench. There it is. Oh. All right, 16. That is a hit. Yes. Even with the cover. For Goodbye, evil. 12 damage. Oh, wow. All right. So your wrench uh, slams down on the guy and... He just like his body sort of ruptures as the the thunderous force uh, just sort of shatters all of his bones and splits his skin open. I peek around the corner and I go, "Thunder wrench, dead." <laughs> all right, doing anything else? Uh, just you know my normal bonus action of giving myself some extra health. All right, and that's four hit points, I believe. That's right. Okay. Very healthy. Groovy. Globjag, your turn, finally. I am going to cast Zephyr Strike as a bonus action. Sure. I will attack the guy directly in front of me with Kurugul. Okay. No, what the heck? I'm going to go with my longsword. Well, test out the new equipment. Which weapon were you holding in your hand when you came in through the door? Or were you not holding anything? Well, I think I still would have been holding my longsword. Okay. Fair enough. All right, so go ahead and make an attack roll Woo! just with your with just a regular longsword attack. We'll see what happens. All right, and I am going to uh, attempt to put my one time extra one d force one d eight force into it. Okay. Whop. Okay, you swing the longsword, and it is not a very good swing. However, at the last moment, the longsword sort of, like, moves a little bit in your hand and nicks the guy in the neck, causing blood to sort of erupt as you realize that you actually hit him right on the artery in his neck. You you kind of felt the, the sword sort of twist your hand a little bit and, like, move itself to hit him in that spot. Which one of these guys were you attacking? Right here. All right. He is dead. Yeah. All right. Yes. Wow. Just for the heck of it, I also do an additional one point of damage. (laughs) (laughs) Just to show him, no mercy. Uh, And and with with Zephyr Strike, I can disengage without an attack opportunity. Okay. I will head right here, and I will give Bardrum the, the command to attack people that come out the door. Okay. So attack people who come out the door is his command. Gotcha. Yes. All right. So he is going to essentially hold his turn until someone comes out the door. So, Race, it is your turn. I can see these haters, correct? You can currently see two of them, yes. All right. Three of Uh, them. First, I'll say, hey, Globjack, don't forget your note of destruction does a five sound damage to everyone in a five-foot area. So, anyways, hey, yo, bitch! Look at you! We caught you in your break room trying to watch your stories, and now you're about to die. Suck on these balls! Uh! <laughs> oh, shit. All right. I'll just say that you target this guy, because he's the one you can see the most clear. Well, actually, he's... Yeah, you'll target this guy. That makes most sense. All right. He gets to make a wisdom save. Oh, no. And he oh, no. got a 13. What's your uh, oh, spell damn. save DC? 
Let, I'll check it. I'll check it for you. Yeah, good call. You have a spell save DC of 14. So that is a fail uh, for him. Nice. Son of a... No, it's, hey, it's good for you. It. It's good for you. Oh, yes! Yes! I knew that the whole time! <laughs> uh, two psychic damage and disadvantage on his next attack roll. Okay. He reels from the pain of your insult, which I don't even remember what you said, but it must have been vicious. Mostly about balls. Yeah, balls. <laughs> his, his balls just sort of like a, a sharp pain shoots through his nutsack. Uh, do you uh, do you want to go anywhere? If I could get some cover and still see them, that's perfect. Otherwise, I'll stay right there. You're in a really good spot, so. It looks like... Oh, did I skip the cultist's turn? I did. Cultist's turn! I have to roll initiative for these guys. Forgot about that. Okay, so they're going pretty late. Got a seven. These guys? Who are these guys now? Uh, the new people. The new people? The new people. Who invited them? The guy who was shouting about intruders. <laughs> that guy. Oh, yeah, that guy. All right, so I'm going to look at the spike growth again. When a creature moves into or within the area, it takes 2d4 piercing damage for every five feet it travels. So that's rough. Yeah. Pierce. Pierce them. So currently, this guy and... 5, 10, 20, that guy. Okay, so those guys are all in the area. All right, screw it. This guy moves up and he attacks the Bobby. Bring it, bitch. He gets a 20 to hit. Bullshit. <laughs> no, it happened, bro. It happened for six damage. Remember, you have your temporary hit points that could stick. I got temporary first. hit points. Barely hurt, barely a scratch. He is going to move back over here. Then this guy. So this guy is moving out of the area, but I think that still technically counts as far as damage. Yeah. Done to him. So go ahead and roll your 2d4 for him. He moved just... Just five feet. Five feet, so it's just 2d4. Yeah. 2d4. 2d4 for you. 2d4. Oh. All right, so his uh, his feet and legs get cut up real bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's still alive, and he is going to also swing it to Bobby. Bring it. Um, Bring it, scum. Oh, that is a miss. He moves back over here, which provokes from Rhea, who will take her swing at him. 18 for 6, and that actually kills this guy. <laughs> so that was a stupid move on his part. Next up, let's go with the, the one with disadvantage. Moves 5 feet, so go ahead and roll the damage, Jason. Fuck him up! Oh, oh 5 points. Alright, he still is alive, but barely. Let's make an attack against Dababi with disadvantage. Bring it on. I'm watching your legs bleed right now, you piece of shit. Oh, man. Hey, hey, guess what, Jay, uh, Race? You totally saved Dababi from taking four damage. Ooh. <laughs> As he's about to slash Dababi in the face, uh, Sharp Pain shoots up his nutsack again, and he sort of, like, keels over, <laughs> yeah. remembering the insult. All right, this guy moves through, taking more damage. Go ahead and roll that, Jason. So he takes four points, and he is going to swing it to Bobby. So did that guy run up to me and, like, he was about to attack me, and then he grabs his balls and dies? <laughs> he didn't die, but, he, yeah, he grabbed his balls. <laughs> he just grabbed his nuts, and he was like, ah! Oh. <laughs> and then he retreated into the corner. 
as the Bobby is laughing at that dude, another yes. guy very amusing pops up and slashes you with his scimitar, hitting you with a twenty-one for three points of damage. Aaron, ah, tis tis nothing. Tis but a ball a snatch. Fresh wound. All right, so this guy moves out, taking two d four damage. Go and roll it, Jason. Oh my God, you're killing me! You're killing me, Jason. Uh, he gets ready to attack. This guy moves five. So this guy's taking 44 damage. Uh, uh. Are the guys from the other room stupid enough to keep running across that stuff while everyone else is like... Like their legs are being torn up by, by floor yeah. vines. Jason, did you roll 44? 44 for this one? Yeah, um, he, had, no. he had to move 10 feet. All right, so that guy doesn't even make it out. His legs get just shredded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This guy, seeing what happened to his friend, is just going to hold still and not move. And I guess same with this guy. So we're done with the cultists. Next up, Rhea. She will attack the one that just stabbed you, Bobby. She's going to try and get some revenge for you. Yeah, that's right. She's got my back. That is a miss. And then I hit for four slashing, which is just terrible. What is that? Minimum damage? Yeah, that's minimum damage. Balls. All right, well, that guy's got one hit point left. Good job, Rhea. Do better, Rhea. Otherwise, we're going to make you pee in their mouths again. (laughs) Uh, Coslo, your turn. Okay. So I'm concentrating on the floor vines and spikes, Uh but I can't see anyone right currently. Okay. So I think what I'd like to do is move here just okay. so I can get it. Oh, okay. So I moved there. I see there's this guy's right here. I'm going to cast Thorn Whip. Oh, him. brutal. And I'm going to pull that fucker through the vines. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, this is wow. delightful. All right. <laughs> what a combo. All right. That, unfortunately, is a miss. Only a 10. So he he's holding still, being very careful not to move. Kind of like somebody trapped in like a laser net in a sure. spy movie. And then the thorn whip just comes flying right at him. And he just sort of does like a matrix move and dodges it and all the vines. He's the most badass cultist. Cool. All right. And then I'm going to move right here. Okie doke. Dobabi. Okay. If I move, like, right here, just for example, yeah, would that provoke an attack of opportunity? Yep, it would. From two Is people. It... Two people? Yeah, because oh, forget you're, it. you're leaving this guy's reach and this guy's reach. Okay. Oh. Well, do I see more people coming in this room? Not yet. Nope. Don't see Hear anything Hear anything? Like I don't see anything. Okay. Nope. I don't know whether I want to keep taking attacks from these guys or just kill them all in one shot. I think I should save them. I'm going to save it. I'm just going to wrench them. It's going to be safer. Might lose a couple of hit points, but... Okay. You can use your disengage action. What's that? If you, want to, if you want to move, but then you lose your attack for the round. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be fine. Who cares? It'll be fine. All right. Thunder wrench on the one... What do we got? Three of them in front of me? Yeah, you got three of them. Two of them have cover, um, right. so they would have a bonus to their AC. Okay, so then I'll just go for the dude in the middle. Okay. He's 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 being pretty brave standing in front of me like that, piece of shit. 
Oh, yeah, bitch. All Get right. ready, bitch. <laughs> that guy's head explodes. Uh, <laughs> as again, the just reverberating thunder damage just shatters his bones. He's dead. What would you like to do next? <laughs> I'd love to shatter another one if I had time, but I'm pretty sure I'm out of time. Yeah, it took six whole seconds to shatter that guy. Damn it. Uh, I will. Oh, I'm going to give myself some more uh, healthy, healthy points. Okay, sounds good to me. So I can withstand these losers' attempts. All righty. Next up is the new guys on the block. So go ahead and roll 2d4 damage, Jason, because one of them is moving through your thorns. <laughs> what Idiot. a fool! All right, four points of damage to this guy. But you see another cultist, uh, this one with more special-looking robes, a little bit better decorated golden mask. And he kind of looks out at you guys, and he can see Bobby currently, and he can sort of see Race. Ah, uh, what is he going to do? I think he's going to cast a spell. Don't say Ooh. fireball, for the love um, of God. Hey, before he does that, can you, can you, I can't envision what these guys are feeling as they're walking through those vines on the ground. Can you in, reenact, like, what that guy who took four points, like, what did it, you know, what did it feel like? What did he do? It's like he started to walk across what really just appears to be normal, you know, stone floors. But as yeah. soon as he steps down, his booted leather foot touches the ground. It turns out that there are just incredibly sharp, large Legos on the ground <laughs> that just just pierce straight through his sole of his boot, right, right in the middle of his foot. And he's awesome. like, no, damn it, kids! Why the fuck you leave your fucking Legos everywhere? That's pretty much Beautiful. what... The, the whole room is just people shouting that. Some of them dying, as they say. That's like literally their last words as they get ripped to shreds <laughs> yeah. by these Legos. Thank you. Let's see. That's a good one. Yeah, we're going to do that. All right, so this cultist sort of like reaches out his hand to you, and you can see that he is gripping a holy symbol in the other hand. Is it this one that that I can see? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What is the holy symbol? What does it look like? Truck nuts. <laughs> Truck nuts? <laughs> I, d I don't want to get this wrong because that would be really embarrassing. Well, why don't you guys just make a religion check, whoever can see. So that would be you, I guess. guy right here? This yeah, guy? that guy right there. I can see him. I have, I have line of sight. I did it. I did good. You did it. Okay. So you recognize this as the holy symbol of Asmodeus, <gasps> the ruler of hell. Damn. And it looks like three triangles? It's kind of interesting. But anyways, that doesn't matter as much as what he's about to do, which is cast a spell. You can go ahead and make an arcana check, whoever is able to see him. I'll roll it for you, race. My oh, man. Big uh, numbers. Give me a seven. Ooh. Oh, nice. nice. Bobby, you recognize this spell as the command spell, and he appears to be targeting you with it. Uh-oh. And all he says is, approach. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, good sir. Oh, no, not wisdom. Shit. Well, see you later, guys. I will remember you. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have the ability? break concentration on my spell of course i break it okay now wait a minute 
Why don't you wait until I make my okay, where, I'll where the... you save. It's not gonna help you though. Oh, I don't know. Uh wisdom? Big brain! Oh mm, does that pass? Oh. It does. It does. <laughs> yeah, it passed. Alright. Oh, is wisdom save against that spell, not my spell. Oh yeah, yeah. Not your spell. Got it. Oh boy, why would you become a cleric if your wisdom's only thirteen, you stupid cult fanatic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so you resist the urge to just move towards him. Yeah, uh, nobody tells me what to do. And then he ends his turn there. And you guys do hear some more sort of moving around beyond him. Lord, they coming. Okay, done moving them. Glubjag, your turn. All right. Do you count dropping something as a free action? Yeah, free action. And then what do you count switching weapons as? It's interacting with an object, so it's a move action, but you can also combine it with moving. You can do that once per move. So I can I can drop my sword, switch to my bow, move, take a bonus action, and an action. Yes? Yeah, you can do all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find a place here where I can kind of see the most of what's going on here. I guess it's probably here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, wish I, knew where, I wish I knew where more people were. Yeah. Line of sight's so a bitch. I'm going to cast Hail of Thorns as a bonus action. Okay. Now, this might do stuff to you guys. Sorry. <laughs> and I am Wait. going to... What? You're not throwing ball bearings, right? No, but Hail of Thorns basically affects creatures around the one I'm shooting at, so you may get damaged. It's okay, okay. I've got temporary hit points. That's what fine. you get for standing in front of the door and blocking it for everyone. I'm not worried about it. Kill them all. Okay. Kill that one that's trying to take over my mind. I need like a special helmet to protect me from things like that and yeah. is this your last spell slot or is this one that you can it cast? is my last spell slot okay you use your last spell slot for the day and conjure up a uh, hail of arrows that begin to actually i believe they what are they do you have to make an attack roll with this spell yeah so i have to make an attack roll for the actual person i'm trying to hit gotcha and then anyone in a five foot within five feet of it must make a dex throw they take 1d10 piercing on a failed save or half as much on a successful save. Okay. Sounds good. So, yeah, you knock your arrow, and a bunch of magical smaller arrows begin to just appear, sort of like rotating around and spinning around that arrow that you have knocked in your bow. And then you let it loose. Go ahead and make an attack roll. 14. That is a hit. Yeah. Yes. Even cool. with his, his cover. You're going to need to make a deck save to Bobby. I'm standing there, like, look, looking at him, and then all of a sudden he shoots arrows at me. <laughs> <laughs> so there was another cultist around the corner, and he failed his dex save. So you get to do full damage to him. Oh, hell yeah. All right. I think I failed. Yeah, you did. Oof. Is that five what? damage? That's to the other cultist guy. Okay. And to Aaron... Oh. <laughs> All right. And it also affects what's her face too, right? Rhea? Yes, she's gonna get affected. Here's a deck save for her. Big dodge. She failed. Mm. Just a friendly tap. 
Whoa! Oh, oh God! Why did you do this? A lot of love. Too oh. much. I wanted to contribute. <laughs> well, you guys. Well, you do hear a a scream coming from the, the other room, and then the sound of a man falling down. So it seems like you definitely horribly or injured or killed someone in that other room. Now, the one that you shot at, they take normal weapon damage. Do they also have to make the save for Hail of Thorns? Or is it just the people around? I think it's just the people around them. Okay. Oh, the target of the attack and each creature within five feet. All right. That's what I thought. So he's going to possibly make a save here. He got a fail. All right. Sucker. Boom. Oh, wow. All right. Well, you may have injured your friends, but you totally killed two people with that one shot. Yes. Nice. All right, man. Mastiff is still going to try to target anybody who comes out of the room. Mm-hmm. All right. Race, your turn. I look at the guy who tried to attack Aaron with such a heinous, whack-ass attack, and I say, Hey, yo, bitch! You ain't even smart enough to attack the dumbest member of my team! Go back and read some books after you suck on these balls! Oh, brutal. All right, wisdom save. Okay, that is a fail. Dumb son of a bitch! And he takes two points of psychic damage. Ouch. All in your head. All right, Rhea, she can finally go. And look, there's no nobody standing at the door. So she moves on through. She's going to attack this injured guy who is clutching his balls. <laughs> she misses. And, it, and then hits for 13, killing the guy. Yeah, come back. Uh, then she's going to get out of the way so you guys can make on into the room if you wish. Coslo. All right. I see there's two guys. One here and one here. Uh-huh. I am going to go. This is a spellcaster. And yeah. uh, so that, that's inappropriate. One, <laughs> five, 10, 15, 20. Oh, boy. I can't really. Everybody's blocking everything can't up. Can he just so. push me? Okay. So if I go, if no. I move on, it's five feet. And, oh, yeah, 30 feet. Thorn whip. Oh, boy. All right, roll the hit. <laughs> Come here, you little weenie. Ooh, that is a hit. And I drag yes. him 10 feet yes. to me. Yes. Ouch. Yes. 10 feet. Oh, wow. All right, well, the dude gets uh, shredded like cheese in a cheese grater. <laughs> so he gets <laughs> dragged across the Legos. Yes. <laughs> Oh, man. He is dead. There's not too many cultists left, guys. Oh, these dumb bastards. Anything else, Costlo? I yell, you better give up. (laughs) (laughs) Turned him into cultist hash browns. Bobby, your turn. So there's vines everywhere? Yeah. Fake vines? Secret vines? They're Legos. I'm calling them Legos for this. Stone Legos? Stone Legos, yeah. Okay, I need to clear the way. I'm going to go right here. Okay. And then what do I see? I, I sort of see a cultist. Then you sort of see a cultist. I sort of see a cultist. I think I'll sort of fire a bolt at him. Okay. So you're going to put away your wrench and yeah. and then pull out a, a crossbow? Yeah, does that take up my whole turn? 
if you want to put away the wrench, then yes. But if you just want to drop it, then no. Oh, no, no, no. All right. Can't drop the wrench. All right. So you put away the wrench carefully and then pull out your crossbow, and that's it for your turn. Well, give All yourself right. 10 hit points as well. Yeah, I'll give myself back up to four. Okie doke. Cultists, let's go. All right. So one of them appears from oh. the east. Oh, they got smart. Yep. And that is actually going to trigger the hound the mastiff he's gonna go right now um, jason what spell did you use to drag that guy thorn go whip. go gadget hound what thorn whip thorn whip thank you i mean thorn whip thorn whip, whip. thorn whip so bartram sees someone he's smart enough to know that you didn't literally mean come out of the room but just any sort of person he doesn't know appears he'll attack good boy good boy and he attempts to bite but it's not Thirteen to hit. Oh my god, I think that's gonna be a hit. Yes, that is exactly what he needed to hit. Boy. He bites this dude real hard. Seven points of damage. And then he's gotta make a strength saving throw and be knocked prone? Yeah. What? Oh, oh, alright. He passes it. He is almost dragged to the ground by this dog. Oh shit, what is he gonna do? Let's go with spiritual weapon! He casts the spell, and a mace, a black mace, made it out of magical force, appears. So that is a spiritual weapon, folks. Where is he going to put it? Let's see. Um, he's going to put it over here, behind you, Kasala. And then it's going to try to attack. So... He got nothing. Yeah, he's got nothing. Let's see about He's attacking that. you with a spiritual Come mace? On. What a yeah. nerd. Lame-ass nerd. Oh, only an eight to hit. Nothing. Nothing. Balls. Nuts. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a bonus action. He still got yeah, more. Yeah, insult his balls. Insult his balls. You, you have tiny Your balls are weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's also going to cast Sacred Flame on you. So I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, Coslo. He did a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a bonus action for that spell and a regular action for this. And of course you pass it. So he does a whole lot of nothing. You have weird testicles. Ah! <laughs> bonus action. Can you see this guy here, Jason? Yes. All right. Well, that means he can see you. He yep. is going to sacred flame you as well. Oh. Make another deck save. I could do this all day. And okay. yep, you did it again. And he'll conjure another spiritual weapon behind you and it'll attack you. <laughs> Just give up, man. I just need you to stop concentrating on this spell. That'd be really, really handy. Oh, he gets a 21 to hit. Oh. Four force damage and a concentration check. Okay. Big brain. Hold on. Brain. It's big brain this. time. Okay, concentration is a... It's not real. It's just a religious oh, mace. Yeah. Just a religious mace. Oh, no. It's gone. Goodbye, nope. spell. No, it's fine. It's only a DC 10. You just barely oh made God. it. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Just barely made it. That's it for them. They start cursing at you, telling you that you're going to be tortured for all eternity once they send you to hell. You mean I gotta be with your wife? <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Classic. You're gonna have to take yeah, some maybe lessons. Maybe leave the roasting to race, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Globjag, your turn. I am going to hunter's mark this dude. Okie doke. Uh, and shoot at him. 
All right, go for it. I'm assuming you can see him, right? The one down the hall by my dog, yes. Oh, oh yeah, that one, definitely. Kurgul! Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. All right, that is a hit. <laughs> and I do my extra 1d6 for the hunter's mark. Okay. <laughs> 13 points. Uh, yes. All right, so that guy's significantly tougher than all the other dudes, but even he is looking like he's becoming bloody. He's real messed up. Uh, anything mm-hmm. else? Well, I don't know. Do I keep my dog on him? Why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to move up in here. Okay, up, okay. up in there. Up in, up in here. here. <laughs> <laughs> up in here. Then it goes to race the roaster. Your turn, buddy. I'm going to attack the guy who's uh, fighting with uh, Bartram. Because okay. I can see him down that hallway. Yep, yep. Definitely. So I look over at him. He's all bloody and shit. And I say, I was born by the river to beat your motherfucking ass. How can you not even kill one dog? You're supposed to be the strongest one on your team. You look like shit. You smell worse. Suck on these balls. Okay. I don't want to interrupt your awesome insult, but uh, doesn't Bartram get a turn? His, his turn has been changed to now he goes right before them because he was holding his turn until an enemy appeared. So you definitely insulted him, but he just managed to pass. Roll the 14. Yeah. No damage. Then goes to Rhea. She doesn't really have any enemies out here, so she's going to... Oh, she's got a ranged attack, doesn't she? Yeah. Join me. Um, Range, Rhea. She's apparently got a heavy crossbow, so she will put her sword away and pull out a heavy crossbow, and next turn she'll join you in the, the slaughter. But Cost- the last round, and when he joined the combat, and he, he gets this round as well? As soon as this guy appeared... His turn happened. He ran over uh-huh. and, and bit him. And uh-huh. then as soon as it gets to this guy's turn again, right before this guy's turn, Bartram's going to go again. He's only had one turn so far? Yeah, he's only, well, I mean, he's had plenty of turns, but he hasn't actually done anything until just last turn because he, he hadn't been able to reach any enemies until just then. So, so he's had one turn since he appeared? Yeah, they've they right. only had one turn so far. The full and uncut history of the dog, Bardrum. <laughs> okay. He's <So>. not uncut. <laughs> <laughs> you circumcised your dog? Yeah. Weird. We <laughs> ate it together. <laughs> it's a bugbear thing. Okay. B- bugbear <laughs> circumcision. All right, so I'm going to disengage on these spiritual weapons. Oh, they don't they don't get a tax of opportunity. Oh, well, then I'm not going to disengage. I'm just going to go... I'm going to go right here. Okay. Can I pull my longbow? Uh-oh. I'm going to shoot with a longbow. All right. Jason, in order to accomplish this amazing feat of badassery, you're going to need to drop your staff at some point. Um, okay. Or whatever you've been using as a uh, uh, an arcane focus. Okay. This is a bed, a covered bed that I'm next to, right? Yeah. I'm just going to set it on the bed so it's right there handy. Okay. Pull out my longbow. All right. Go to sleep, little staff. That longbow does hit, and 11 points of piercing. What a great, fantastic roll. The dude is still alive, wishing that he could have done 11 points of damage to you last turn. Anything else, buddy? 
Nope. Da Bobby. Yes. The man. Uh, the man's still across the room from me. Yes. Maybe not for long. Let's see what happens. Roll it, roll it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. son of a bitch. Ooh. Only three damage. All right. Whittling him down. Both of these fanatics, these spellcasters, are looking pretty wounded. Yeah. Do you want to stay in that spot or move somewhere? No, else? then I move back. I just step. I, I go. Okay. <laughs> he goes. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And at that, Bertram will attempt to bite this other fanatic again. Yeah. <laughs> I make those noises when I'm when I'm moving. <laughs> oh wow! Damn, yes! Bartram. Nice. That is crazy. Doing so much damage to this guy. What, what a good boy. Yeah, <laughs> excellent boy. And what a great investment too. This thing has done a lot of damage. This dude even has to now make a strength check or possibly be brought down to the ground. And, yep, he's knocked prone. Yes! Yes! Hell yes! Oh, man. It's his turn. He spends half his movement to stand up. He's no longer prone, but now he really can't get to you, Koslo, who's his target that he really wants to be able to hit. So he's going to have to settle for the targets he can see, which is either Bartram or Race. So... Not to be as big of a dick, I will have an attack race. <laughs> so <laughs> there we I go. Wish he would. I wish he would. <laughs> Give me the good foot. Give me the good foot. Oh, that is definitely a hit. Oh, you hate to see it. Yeah. For eight points of force damage on race. Ooh, oh, oh. there's something in my giblets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. I really feel like he would try to do something to this dog that is literally ripping Ooh. him to shreds. Yeah. So he is going to cast. Don't, don't resist your inner nature, Emery. You know you want to. <laughs> <laughs> He's casting Sacred Flame on Bartram. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> For Radiant. But that's cool. That's cool. Because Bartram is about to pass his save. We're, we're about to see it right here. Hey, he passed it. He doesn't take anything. <laughs> nice. That's my boy. Invincible dog. My baby boy. <laughs> All right. Well, this fanatic is going to... Let's see. He's got his own spiritual weapon. Do I gang up on the little halfling? Or do I... No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attack. <laughs> These guys are pounding me with, uh, with crossbows. To Bobby, you're getting attacked by a spiritual mace. It is a 18 to hit. Is that a hit? Yes. Oh, shit. Look at that. Four. Nine points of force damage. Mm, I... I... I don't want to. Okay, <laughs> well... I mean, oh, an argument like that, I mean. <laughs> a little too late. Uh, no, it's not actually. It is not too late. Uh huh. I'm going to cast shield. Okay. All right. It is a little That's too late reaction. to do that. You have to do that before I roll damage. But oh, well, you didn't even take any break. You just immediately rolled. I said, "At 18, does that hit?" And you said, "Yes." 
And then um, I said, that's okay. when I should have been like, I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. I'll take the nine points. I don't care. No, it's okay. You can. You didn't. Know. No, no, it's fine. I'll just take it. What am I worried about? Save my spell slot. What are you worried about? Maybe the fact that he's going to cast another spell because that was a only bonus okay, well, action. This time, that. maybe I can use defense. Oh, uh, what has he got? Oh, he'll cast hold person on race. Why not? Uh, oh, he doesn't like those I'm insults. A eel, motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Race, you begin to feel your body stiffen and your muscles seize up, and yeah, that's that's yep, that's gonorrhea, definitely. <laughs> oh, what did that orc bitch do to me? Let's see. <laughs> Wisdom saving throw. Here we go. Oh no, that is a fail. Oh, oh boy. All right, you are paralyzed as you are being held in place by the magic. Oh. Of that mace? Is it the mace that did it? Uh, he oh, cast a different spell. Mm-hmm. I didn't think the mace could cast a whole person. Glubjack, your turn. Come <laughs> around the corner with my hunter's mark uh-huh. and fi- fires Ooh. arrows at everybody. That's, that's over with. <laughs> That was just a one-use fireworks. Okay, uh, 12 to hit is uh, the final answer? Yes. Oh, 12 that, to hit is... That is a hey, miss. my bard again for races. That is a miss. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, Race through clenched, paralyzed jaw and teeth is like, You have bardic inspiration, you jerk! All right. Then, Race, it's your turn. You get a saving throw against Hold Person, so let's go ahead and do that. Somebody save me. All right, yeah. you, you shake off the uh, the Hold Person, but Ugh. you lose your turn. Ugh. I'm Let's try and finish this fight, Rhea. Here we go. Heavy crossbow. There it is. That's the Boom. one. Boom. Yeah. That is a yeah. miss. Oh, my. Horrible what? miss. What? Damn, girl. <laughs> Coslo, your turn. Ever since she peed in her mouth, man, she's been all off. Yeah, you guys, she didn't want to do it, and you really pressured her into doing it, and she's just hasn't been the same since. Oh. Wow. Longbow. Longbow, that is a hit for five piercing. Mm, crispy. Oh, almost dead, but not quite. Woo! To Bobby. Okay, so it looks like that cultist across the room has just about had it. Yeah, they're they've both just about had it. And then there's the hammer next to me. I guess I'll try to finish the cultist. Okay. What is he actually doing? What did he do last turn? I forgot. He, he paralyzed Dion, and he smashed you with a mace. The guy that's down in the room with me. Yeah. Okay. That's well, he's in. Thing. Yeah. Oh, but I can't move now because that hammer's next to me. You can move into that same square. The hammer. Oh, can I? Yeah, it's not really there. It's not taking up that much space. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like a spiritual hammer. Okay, cool. I'm going to take a shot at that guy try to finish him. Okay. Hopefully this will work. Come on. Oh, oh yeah. No. That it... is just a hit, and that is exactly how many hit points he had left. Yes! Hell yeah! Woo-hoo. Let's go. Oh, wow. All to right. celebrate, I give myself four hit points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go, Bartram. Another bite. Get him. That is a hit for six piercing. Holy shit. Oh, my God, this freaking dog. (laughs) 
Does he? Does Bar? Does Bargram get a a point of inspiration for this? Yes, Bartram has an inspiration. He has just been devastating today. <laughs> All right. So the cultist, he is he is alive with one hit point. He is fanatically devoted to the Lord of Hell and will not stop at anything. We're going to Sacred Flame, Bartram. Sorry, he didn't guys. Do his, he didn't do his strength throw. Oh yeah, well uh, that's. Honestly, doesn't really matter much. He failed it, but then he stands back up in his turn. But that All will right. give him less movement for if he tries to move. All right, guys, here we go. Another sacred flame on the dog. You're making me do it. You're making me do nothing. it. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm a bad guy. I uh, like killing dogs. I'm so sorry. Here we go. Okay. Oh, eight radiant damage. This is not good, folks. If Bartram does not make this save, eight radiant damage is enough to kill him oh oh. <laughs> oh man all right so you guys hear a whine of a dog as unholy fire surrounds bartram and uh, he collapses to the ground sort of like singed and this evil cultist who is also on death's door himself says fucking beast and spits on it and then walks towards you Five, ten, fifteen. That's as far as he can move. Then he's still got his hammer, and he's going to bring that sucker down on race. Bring it on, you son of a bitch. I mean, he's dying, not dead, right? It's just... Yeah, actually, thankfully, he had full hit points. So oh, he's, okay. he's only dying. If, if I had dealt ten damage to him, he would be instantly killed. Oh, um, oh yeah. All he's right. going to make it. He's going to make it. Still taking me back to Last of Us when you burn dogs. Glubjeg, your turn. You son of a bitch! <laughs> Same deal. I'm gonna kill this dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah! With a single well-placed shot, you penetrate and pierce his brain, doing only four damage, but that's definitely enough to kill him. Nice. Great job, everybody. We're out of combat. Huzzah! Oh, the, I uh, rush, I rush the over mace. to Bart and give him, uh, give him a kiss. No, I, I already used my last healing potion. Oh, boy. I rush over and I pour a healing potion into his mouth. I got two, so. Okay. I um, rush over to the corpse of the cultist and pee in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the one that dared knock Bartram unconscious. Yep, definitely. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Race, you come to the rescue of the dog that everyone loves, basically your mascot at this point, and you pour down a very expensive <laughs> healing potion into his throat, a potion worth, uh, like, twice as much as him himself, and you rescue him for, <laughs> I think, the second time that you guys have now used a healing potion to revive this thing. I'll uh, spend the next minute smashing his skull over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I barely just got the pee in there, dude. <laughs> And that is the end of episode 25 of Rated RPG, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. 
Thank you so much for enjoying the podcast and for sharing the podcast with family and friends whom you think may appreciate Rated RPG. We always like having new fans. Uh, thank you to our Patreon supporters. The address to support us on Patreon is patreon.com slash Rated RPG. Thank you to Courtney Collins and Brandon Jensen for their vocal and musical contributions to the podcast. Courtney Collins, back on the beginning of the podcast today, felt so good. It's so nice to hear Courtney's wonderful voice. And also thank you to Jesse Glasner, our editor, to uh, edit the audio for the podcast, to make sure it's a weekly podcast on that schedule. Once again, thank you so much, Jesse, for for your part in making it happen. November 23rd, uh, next Monday, is the next episode of the podcast, episode 26. Rated RPG was created by Aaron Yanda and Matt Sloan of Blame Society Films, and the original 40 episodes of the Rated RPG YouTube series is available. You can check that out. Over the years, uh, they added on to Beer and Board Games, with an offshoot series called Rated RPG, and that's how we got our name. So Beer and Board Games is in its 10th year, and the show's really amazing. Everybody's getting patched in remotely, and it's a blast. So check that out, too. On behalf of everybody around the gaming table, thank you for listening to the Rated RPG podcast.